0: Hey there, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I love this story from the Bible. It's in the ninth chapter of Mark. A man brings his child to Jesus. The kid is said to be possessed with a spirit. And the dad says, if you can do anything, please help us. And Jesus replies, if you can, everything is possible for him who believes. Now the way that verse is written, it could be read a couple of different ways. Like JC is a little insulted. (laughs) In fact, the New Living Translation has it translated like this. What do you mean if I can? As if his pride was hurt. I think the writer of that verse is pointing back at the father. If you can, everything is possible if you believe. Now, here's my feeling twisty translation. Everything is possible for the one who knows belief to the point of knowing. So what do you know? What do you know about yourself and your world? And how do we get from believing something is possible to knowing it's done? I can tell you how I do it by identifying myself as my imagination. If I'm imagining it, then I'm already experiencing it. And what shows up in the physical world is just a mere shadow of what I've already been enjoying in imagination. This reminds me of a conversation I had not long after I said goodbye to the wheelchair life. An old friend of mine who had seen me at my worst when I was sick had heard about the healing and wanted to know how it happened. Now, this was all so new to me. I had only found Neville a few weeks before the healing, and I was still uh, hesitant in the way I explained it. But sitting over a salad at Jason's deli, I did my thing. I explained it the best way I could. And when I finished, my friend looked at me over his Reuben, a little confused, and said, So you weren't really sick. You just imagined it? <laughs> My friend interpreted what I said as the sickness was only imaginary. I sheepishly tried to clear it up before we shifted the conversation to anything other than (laughs) the healing and imagination. As long as I see what I do in mind as only imaginary, then I will not see changes in my life. My friend heard what I said and thought I meant the sickness was only imaginary. What I was trying to say was that everything begins in and is sustained through the imagination. Imagination isn't just a quality of the mind, one little aspect of the mind, not the way Neville uses the term and not the way I use it. You might be more familiar with awareness or consciousness. I like imagination. Neville says God is imagination and Jesus Christ is God in action, God imagining, and that's you and me. I know now that there's nothing in my world that I can put on anyone else's shoulders. I can't point to anything outside of imagination as a cause. No, not even that. (laughs) As soon as I start allowing some variance, then I've imagined that I can give away power and that's impossible. I cannot truly give away what I am, and neither can you. Everything in my life, my world, has an imaginal cause. I'll be met with frustration over and over as long as I continue to misidentify myself as my body and circumstances, as my history, as my state, my state of mind, my state of consciousness. The idea that my rational mind or ego can interfere comes from a state of consciousness. For a long time, I would say, yeah, I know what I want, but man, my rational mind keeps telling me otherwise. Well, that voice I was hearing and identifying as this powerful rational mind that was always there to ruin my day is a state, and that state can be left behind by entering and dwelling in a new state of consciousness. This didn't happen overnight for me. I didn't immediately start identifying as my true self, as imagination. I got to know imagination by first deciding to know and live by it. I've talked about this before. I committed to living the imaginative life, to really getting to know myself. The best way for me to get to know my true self is turning to it daily moving in imagination daily and not one day has gone by that i haven't since that day that i made the decision and it began like any relationship the more time i spent with myself imagination the stronger my identification as imagination grew and now i trust it completely spending time in, in, in imagination in the silence is better, it's better than any high I've ever had from anything in this world, more fulfilling than any state I might express in this world. I'm not saying I don't have my moments. Perfection is not something I'm ever going to claim, and I'm not even striving for it. How can we reach perfection when there's no limit to expansion? It's the recognition that there's one cause, even in times that seem like a failure, the recognition of one cause. I know when I react, I'm only reacting to my own creation. I'm reacting to the results of my state. So why do I want to keep spending time accusing others or trying to argue my point when those others are only performing the role I wrote for them in my imagination? The world is myself pushed out. The world is my state pushed out. The world is constantly, continually, (laughs) never-endingly reflecting my state of consciousness. Let's talk about manifesting, the getting of things. Well, the Bible says to seek the kingdom of God, and all of these things you want will be yours. The kingdom of God is within you. Jesus is made to say that in Luke 17, 21. It's within you. What's within you, your imagination, turn within, fall in love with your true nature, which is love. (laughs) Fall in love with love. And all these things will be given to you. Whatever state you want to express in your world, financial freedom, health, love, success, it doesn't matter what it is, what you want. Fall in love with it. Fall in love with this new state of being without any concern about what others will think. If it's prudent for you to want this, I would suggest whatever you think is enough, push past that. I know I tend to automatically go down in what I want. I think of what I want and then I immediately, automatically start to settle. Well, I'll take this. This is enough. I can get by with this amount. Or I can, I can do with this even though what I really want is 10 times, 100 times bigger and brighter and better than what I'm settling for. Everything is possible to the one who knows. Now in the Bible, to know also means sexual relations, becoming one with another. It's the same thing with your desired state of being. Know it, (laughs) become one with the new state. Fall so madly in love with this new you that you look forward to spending time in that state every day. I don't mean repeating the same imaginal scene over and over. I'm not talking about trying to fix it every day. If you spend a few moments and step into the new state in your imagination and feel the reality of it, that desire or need to hurry up and redo the scene every day is no longer there. I'm talking about accepting that it's done and enjoying living, moving, and breathing in this new state. If I'm dwelling in this new feeling throughout my day, the time I spend worrying over lack lessens. Not because I'm trying to fight off the the thoughts of doubt or the, the feeling of fear, but because I've only got eyes for the new state. And I'm giving it all of my heart. I'm becoming one with it. And this habitual need to go back to the old story falls away. There's a difference between repeatedly and hurriedly returning to my imaginal scene to try and counteract a thought of fear or news that I don't like. And enjoying what my true self is already experiencing regardless of what the remnants of my former state are showing me in the physical world. If you really want something, love it, give yourself to it, become one with it, know it completely. And as you do, the state becomes your dwelling place, your foundation state, that fundamental you, and your world will conform to that new state. It only seems like it doesn't because we have this crazy need to keep holding on to the crap from yesterday and last week and last year. That stuff's only here on your shoulder weighing you down because you choose to continue breathing life into it. It's not imaginary. It's not fancy or a daydream. If I am imagining it, I am experiencing it. I don't wait for it to show up in my physical world to celebrate because imagination is my true self. When I'm imagining my true self is fulfilling its desires. I've had some wonderful conversations these past few weeks with folks who are doing this, trusting imagination with that peculiar certainty and having magical lives. Remember the woman I told you about a few episodes ago, she wanted a couple of new cars and imagined seeing them in her driveway. Within two weeks of that imaginal act, she was the owner of a beautiful new Audi. Well, she recently sent me a picture of her second new Audi. But here's what she told me. I think more importantly than the cars is that I'm able to get in that spot of feeling love and peace more often. Not only was it feeling I was who I wanted to be, but it was giving in to all the other things that go along with it. Another key moment was when I decided I wanted to let go of everything in the past. I wanted to be able to want happiness for everyone. It took me telling myself there was no good in holding on to anything and not beating myself up when I'm not in that place, but allowing and trusting that everything always works out for me. Oh man, I love that. I got choked up when I read her message. That right there thrills me more than stories of getting things. The exploration and discovery of our true nature, that's what excites me most. I recently reconnected with a friend from my early childhood, Ricky Daly. We used to live across the street from him, but We moved from that little house on Center Street back in 1977 and I've only talked to him a handful of times over the decades. We reconnected online recently and have been having the loveliest conversations. He's got a great story about his and his husband's move from the West Coast to the East Coast. And I want to share it on here, but I think he might be sharing that story on his YouTube channel. If not, I'll share it on here soon. By the way, he's doing something really cool on his channel. Check it out. Just look up Rick Daly, D-A-I-L-E-Y. I'll put a link in the episode notes. So what do you do when you react to circumstances that seem to say, you're screwing this up? (laughs) Dr. Anila Reddy and I will be answering your questions about reactions in an upcoming video. So send your questions to me at feeling twisty on Messenger, Instagram, or Gmail, or to Anila through the Vibe Project on Facebook and Instagram, or by email at hello at anilaready.com. I'll put that address in the notes as well. Whatever it is you want, fall in love with that new state of being. Everything truly is possible for the one who believes, the one who believes to the point of knowing. And you know it through experience, by experiencing it in imagination. It isn't imaginary, it isn't fancy. It's not just a daydream. It is your true self actually experiencing the wish granted. Trust that. Celebrate it now. I love you. I'm feeling twisty.